0: Hot, hot, Mike Ps.
1: <laughs> you know that's what she was saying. I'll take things I haven't heard in several months for two hundred dollars, Adam. Yes, <laughs> correct. Um,
0: yeah, so you know, Mike and I were just talking about rug burns on knees, and sometimes you get them by by you know doing it with girlfriends, and sometimes, sometimes you, get it from you get
1: hiding with little girls, hiding with
0: little girls. But in you know a dad way, in, in not, a non creepy, not way. in the not in a fun dad way, but you know just in a <laughs> just in a playful dad way. Yes, exactly.
1: <laughs> hey, welcome back to the skinny with Mike and Adam. Like, man, I gotta stop. I'm wasting so much gas by going <laughs> to your to the studio, coming back home, and then coming back like the very next day. What is up with that?
0: Well, it's, it's only there three has, days. There
1: has to be a better way to do this.
0: Do we need to start doing the podcast through Skype?
1: We, I, I was I was going to suggest that like we should just record two episodes in one day, but I was like no, that's ridiculous. Oh no, that'd be stupid. That'd be, that's dumb. That'd be stupid. It's or a waste of just, electricity.
0: We could do Skype and you could interview me like I'm a real musician. Yeah. And the the whole show, every single episode is just you interviewing me. <laughs> <laughs> that would be So, good. Uh, so
1: on December twelfth, nineteen ninety two, what did you do back then? That was a pretty pretty know. interesting day. Yeah. Yeah, really I, I think my
0: my first pube may have sprouted. <laughs> 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 I had already, I already discovered what was going on down there by by later half of ninety two. Did
1: your pubes like sprout like gradually, like no? They were there were
0: none, and then there were tons. Yeah, <laughs> the same thing. Is that a
1: common thing? Cause, like I, I do like know. I know a lot about like sex, human sexuality and stuff. But, do you like, know a
0: lot about twelve year old boys genitalia? Is that yeah, what you're trying that's,
1: to say? That exact. I was, I was going to get there. Yes, yes. I was okay. an alter boy. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, cause yeah, that, that that happened to me. Like, I was, I was, com- I was, bald and perfect back there. <laughs> you know the way the way my the pastors of my Catholic church you know demanded, it. yeah, demanded. Because you know once you get the pubic hair, you're you're suddenly too you're old. Gone. Yeah, oh, disgusting. So yeah, goes. and then and then like a week goes by. I'm like, whoa, I'm a man now. I'm oh, a man. <laughs> I'm
0: gonna go put my penis in things.
1: Was there? Uh, okay, another pube question. So once did you get the arm hair like the, the armpit hair first? No, the arm hair didn't come in until my
0: early 20s. Oh, okay. I'm one of those guys. Oh. Is it a is that a blonde thing? <laughs> I have no idea okay. what the fuck was up with my arm hair. <laughs> it just was like, hmm, I'm going to take my time here and then all of a sudden I when I'd finally given up on it actually ever happening, <laughs> uh, I was like, "Oh, I'm 22 now. Yeah. Oh, there, there there's some hair under there." it oh, good. be little white
1: Grandpa hairs. <laughs> yeah, the, the same thing happened to me. Not until I was 22, but like, like I got the pubes and it just <laughs> giant bush. Like, I, like in the, in, the, in the span of a month, like like the, F- the Filipino bush. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you look like Demi Moore in that Playboy spread. Oh God. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I don't want to know that one. <laughs> <laughs> that that that's that's a bush like we all know. That's right. crazy too. Like 80s bush. Yeah, oh. it just pops out right when you're 12. She looked like she She looks she like she got. Buckwheat from the Little Rascals in oh, a headlock. God. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Shit. so I got that, like, within the sprout of the month. And then, like, two years later, then armpit hair. Oh, God. It's, like, 15 or 16 or so. I'm, like... My, like my my puberty my puberty was all fucked
0: and then you were like banging 16 year olds
1: well let well, it's not that's not good it's not good, <laughs> let's, 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 but let's get into we're going to edit all of this out right nope. this isn't going into the review nope <laughs> this is all in the review i don't edit i don't edit <laughs> a damn thing we we play with a live band who transitions us yes. to <laughs> to our segments but uh, <laughs> those recordings are of dead people now you Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly uh so yeah Jeez. welcome to uh episode of 194 of the skinny with mike and adam i hope you guys checked out our uh review earlier this uh this week when we reviewed aggressive by beartooth did we enjoy that album of the year right now or is
0: it right now it is for stop me stop
1: spoiling episodes that people haven't seen
0: oh th- isn't this one coming out after yes it is oh but well, I yeah, yeah, so they've like, already heard it m-
1: may they may or may not have I, d- well, I, d- I don't know you have to listen to these episodes in synchronicity, yeah, to know what's going on. if you're listening to this and you haven't listened to one ninety nine or one ninety two or one ninety one or one ninety and and beyond, what are you doing, especially one ninety nine we haven't even recorded that one yet. I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> what are you doing, and let us know what five weeks from now is like
0: Oh God, I hope Mike's putting his penis in something, <laughs> jeez, but I was just saying if it was if aggressive was album of the year so far what, does what, that I, what I say so far <gasps>
1: What does that make if I'm the devil? The what fourth does album by Los Angeles soul punk's band Let Live. Now, some people think that the first Let
0: Live album doesn't count,
1: and I'm inclined to believe that.
0: Who are we talking to that said that about the Let Live album? Did we? We were in line with
1: uh, yes in February of last of 2015. 15. Yes. Yes.
0: 2015. We were interviewing the fans at the Taking Back Sunday Let Live show, and they said, "Oh yeah, they, they released." two albums and the first one doesn't count yes and i'm like yeah, if you listen to it you know it's a completely different band yeah it's not that great of an album it's it's, right? it's young people making punk music yes very very young people mm-hmm. 2005 i think speak like
1: you talk or something speak like that like you talk but, well it so was really anyway we're
0: giving a, we're already jumping into the
1: history of this band yes well we might as well right exactly yes, speak like you talk came out in 2007 seven
0: yes damn
1: okay Two and six point eight billion, which they released in, uh, which they re-released in fake history. Correct. Wait. Yes. Wait. It's it's a different song. Oh yes, it's a six 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 point eight billion. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. But um, anyway,
0: let's give a little bit of history of this band. Yeah. What Go do we for? know?
1: Well, they're from LA. They're from LA. From from, he's but- from fronted by Jason Butler, who is the son of a uh, prominent rock and roll slash jazz musician. I forgot his dad's name. I forgot his name. I think dad's it's Alan too. Butler,
0: because the well, the name of his dad's soul band was Alan. Yes, A A L O
1: N. Uh, what's his name? Jason Butler gave a whole uh, like history on his family and growing up on lead singer syndrome. He did, which we keep talking about. I think he grew up in Inglewood, right? I think so. Yeah. Which is not technically L A, though it was where the Lakers played for a hundred years. Mm-hmm. And he also talks about you know growing up in the punk scene, being a uh, being somebody who is not 100 percent white, he's half white, half black. Yes. Uh, so being the black kid in yes. the punk scene and how and how different that was when compared to like his friends. Like you know, he was into skateboarding and he was into like weird punk music that like nobody heard of. And right. Like the Bad Brains. The Bad Brains.
0: I don't know why anybody likes that band, but apparently <laughs> they're good in some circles.
1: Sure. <laughs> we'll go with we'll go with in some circles. Yes. But I, I think anybody who's
0: a musician who thinks we'll think that we're weird for not liking the bad brains. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's a band I could ever, ever you know, listen I'm to. I'm not
1: into like, you know, thrash. Or, yeah. Thrash, whatever. Stuff, whatever I don't know brains. what it
0: was, but anyway, I learned about them on the Sonic highways documentary by Dave roll. Cause he's oh. a big bad brains fan. Well, there you go. But anyway, this band kind of just came up and, and kind of made this first album speak like you talk mm-hmm. and it's okay. It's an album. I did not go back to listen to it, so I have not listened to it in quite a it's long time. It's
1: honestly not really worth. Like, if you're into, the, if yeah. you wanted to check out Let Live, you could skip the first. Probably, time, yeah.
0: if you if you listen to them and you really get into them, then maybe go back to it and see if there's something you can enjoy. But
1: it's kind of forgettable. Yeah, I, mean, I don't even, think they play any songs from it. Even anymore. if you do want to listen to it, like check it out just to see where the band came from. Right, completely different. Everybody else in the band. Oh, I mean, there's <laughs> been dozens of members: two, four, six, eight, ten. Ten yeah, ten former members. Wow. Four touring musicians. <laughs> wow. And one person that just joined us for the studio sessions in so two thousand two. Jason Butler's project. Yeah, this is Jason and, Butler all the whole way. Um so take some time off after Speak Like You Talk. I don't know what uh, what record label they were on. Uh they were on a little self release one, at one. At one it was probably, it's probably a defunct. label by now Uh, then they transitioned to tragic hero with uh their album fake history it wasn't so much a breakout at the time because it was released Uh. originally in uh 2009 i believe uh on in under tragic hero then ep then they then they signed to epitaph when they had a new album deal with uh, the black is beautiful and uh, then they re-released uh fake history and that is oh. when they. Be, that's when that album became a breakout right. for the band because
0: it's pretty damn freaking good album. It's a pretty. Like I don't know yeah. why Mike didn't force this band on me. I in two thousand
1: thirteen when you started listening to them, right? I listened to them super late two thousand thirteen. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I I started hearing about them because alternative press started talking about The Black Is Beautiful, and then uh and then because you remember two thousand thirteen, like I think I had like a hundred or so, almost a hundred albums that I yes. reviewed that year. And and so yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, so Let Live was actually was one of them, but I got that album like pff, November, December, something uh, like that. Maybe October,
0: cuz I do remember in our t- 2013 countdown show you mention Let Live towards yes. the end of our honorable mentions and you say it's a really really good album. Yes.
1: And in hindsight, this album should have been on your best of, right? It should have. <laughs> I think if I can redo my best of of 2013 and maybe 14 I think there'd be a lot of shuffling around. Yeah, because you know? the fact that Dance Gavin Dance and Wasn't Black on is there, yeah. Both weren't on there. And
0: AFI was on AFI there. AFI was on there. <laughs> and I don't. I mean, most of the other bands... That's fine. You, that was, AFI that was, was a good album. That was your Tegan and Sarah year.
1: Yeah, Tegan and Sarah. I, I, yeah, I think the high off of discovering Tegan and Sarah and just how good Heartthrob was. Uh, but, you know, I'll be reviewing the new Tegan and Sarah sometime soon. That's right. Soon, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, Black is Beautiful was a fantastic record. It's a record that... To me, got better the more and more I listened mm-hmm. to it. So it started getting a
0: lot more. I would, I would say, like, I don't know. I always just think like if Michael Jackson was in a hardcore band. Oh shit! Don't, don't you feel like it? Like he does have some Michael Jackson elements. He does to his have voice. that Michael Jackson range. Yeah, yeah. So I don't hear it as much on Fake History which is pretty, you know, damn good, but still mm. pretty raw. They kind of like honed their craft on Black is
1: Beautiful. Yeah. they mastered their little soul punk style, which yeah. they kind of coined. Oh. They've mastered that style in the, the Black is Beautiful, and that became a, a fucking hit for them. Yeah, they
0: really, really they made were them all. up.
1: Yeah, they were on every tour. They were making names for themselves. They were getting music videos. But what was weird,
0: I mean, when we saw them in 2015, nobody was there to see let live there was a handful of people there but the crowd was not most
1: of the people we talked to were there for let live there was this, there Everybody was, this was there for there Taking for... Back Sunday. Well, yeah. For, it was a Taking Back Sunday show, for right. sure.
0: I'm just saying, like, there weren't a lot of Let Live fans at that show mm-hmm. compared to when we saw them at Self Help back in March. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. That entire fucking hangar was full. Oh, yeah. And then they all ended up on stage. <laughs> <laughs> it
1: was literally just me and Adam on the bottom. Everyone else was on stage.
0: So I had no idea that this band had kind of reached that level.
1: Mm-hmm. It, only, it only takes one album, man.
0: Pretty much. So there's a lot of pressure on them coming into... Am I the devil? Yes. Wait. Well, fast forward
1: to—I mean, fast forward, I guess—to that night. We've mentioned this so many times, but Jason Butler, friend of the show, we talked to him that night. We met him. We met him. We smelled his essence. And he was, you know, such a nice dude. And we got to talk to him a little bit. We didn't like interview him or anything, but uh, we got to talk to him because we were like curious. Oh, you guys can do Warp Tour this year because we were doing Warp Tour. We were planning to do press and stuff, and that was great. So we were just like, oh, we, you know, we, we'd be happy to, we'd be glad to see you at Warped Tour. And he's like, no, nah, we're not doing Warped Tour this year, man. We're actually going to take a break after this tour. Then we're going to go to the studio and, hit, and record an album. And, and I, I wish I was more enthused in front of him. But in my mind, I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> me too. But me too. But I think what I ended up saying was like, oh, that's really cool, man. Because, <laughs> of course,
0: we hadn't seen them live at that point. That's true. Yeah. That was the, our first time seeing them live. And then we were just like, Mind blown. Yeah. yeah. And it's like this. Butler is." puts on probably
1: one of the best sets.
0: And I was like, ever this see. is like the only band I want to see live yeah. from now on. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Maybe he's throwing some Gaslight Anthem, but <laughs> Let Live anytime they come down. I Let think... Live
1: opening for the Gaslight Anthem. There you go. That would Fuck. Be that would be pretty
0: awesome. So, um, yeah, I encourage everybody to check out the discography of this band mm-hmm. you will not be disappointed but that brings us it's, to the hypeiest of the hype the i think hype we, we've been real we've been hyping this hyped about this album since february 2015 pretty much right yes and we heard it directly from him mm-hmm. it's like oh shit and then like okay november they released the name of the album if i'm the devil and that was like seven months ago and
1: that was it we, they, we only yeah. we only got we only got the name and then we got a did we get a release date, too?
0: No, we didn't get a release date until, okay.
1: like, f- fucking April. And it was, like, a teaser image, too. I think, like, mm-hmm. they changed the Facebook cape cover art to, like, it, to say, if I'm the devil or whatever. And we like, yeah, that's oh, the name. Yes. Hooray.
0: And they think they put the album artwork
1: Yeah, somewhere. the the all the oh, thread and stuff. And that if makes you, click click the link,
0: it took you to, like, Martin Luther King's I Have a Dream speech on YouTube. It was really, like, okay, got
1: it. So now, a couple months ago... Yes. Uh, they released the Good Morning America. M O U R. Right. We were just like yes, 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 and then we listened to it and we we're like oh, oh, that's, that's this. This different. doesn't
0: sound like Let Live, but it's very different. Maybe we'll we'll get to know it better as time goes by. Yeah.
1: So we so we, I was under the opinion after listening to Good Morning America that it was like oh this is like a low a slower paced song in the mm-hmm. album. The other the rest of the album is gonna have its. Like oh yeah, it's soul punk. It's, it's fucking heavy as shit. It's politically charged, aggressive hardcore. Right. And and I guess we should just get started then. Well, then we? they released oh yeah, single yes. number two. Uh, reluctantly dead.
0: Okay, it wasn't another offensive song. Oh, uh, like, well, they did release
1: Reluctantly Dead. I guess. Oh, you know what? That that was like a. Meant one month ago. They also did release. I guess we can call it single number three. Another offensive song. Okay. Because they got released that a couple weeks ago. Yes, and, and I that was
0: a heavy ass song. It's pretty heavy. Yeah, it's it's them doing their thing. And I didn't listen to it until I heard it on the album. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, I can't keep on listening to singles when I'm still waiting
1: for the album to yeah, show up. Yeah, stop, stop, stop messing up the hype because the <laughs> hype goes up and down. So how about we get so started? We got then? it.
0: This past Friday, I started listening into it. Let's just mm-hmm.
1: yeah, we got the press copy last week. It com- uh, the album came out last friday uh so let's go ahead and uh, get started with one of our anticipated albums Click of the year. on with track one i have learned to love myself yes sir. that is a throwback my good sir do you know what? what uh you don't you don't recognize that that line from i love, love myself myself abandonment oh i, I didn't I realize it was. it's from the song it's from the single younger uh from a uh, which is probably my favorite song off of uh Uh, Black is Beautiful. Aha. So they recycled that line and kind of created a whole new song around that concept. So when we're, like, expecting, like, fuck
0: yeah, let live stuff, I was a little. I was not ready for this. I
1: was like, oh. We get this somber
0: ditty. Somber ditty. For the first minute or so. Minute or so, yeah. (laughs) Uh,
1: I've read, I mean, I guess also uh, Butler has said in interviews that this has been the most strenuous writing process right
0: there were lots of fights and yeah. the band wanted some members wanted to go one way others wanted to go other way he wanted to make a kanye west meets I like what that. it was yeah <laughs> something hardcore like <laughs> the ramones <laughs> something like that
1: oh this is this is i can see this oh, like live. starting a show with oh. the lights like dimming oh. bam right there they, they totally wrote this to open their set it's so cool
0: yes I was driving home from my uh, my my class on Friday listening mm-hmm. to this for the very first time and I was like oh <laughs>
1: where did that come from Mr. Butler <laughs> yeah this is this is total arena rock bait I love this intro it's oh. pretty perfect for an f- almost five minute song it it's, still feels like just yeah, an intro it doesn't feel like it's that long either I know
0: but it, and it just feels like a perfect intro into the album mm-hmm. which is very rare pierce the veil <laughs> four let minutes it, and 52 seconds let it go okay <laughs>
1: <laughs> and again some good good chorus yeah I, 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 we can also expect that the vocals are gonna be like on point yeah, I love that they recycled old lines I, I think that's really cool
0: and then APMA nominated drummer,
1: yes, Lionel Robinson. Lionel something, Lionel Robinson. Yeah. Oh, those APMAs though? might be coming up soon. I think July. July. Yeah. I'm not looking forward to it. Nope, not at all. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so it brings up the energy a bit, and uh, this is probably where it tops out energy-wise, which is different for a, a Let Live album. <laughs> Yeah, I was definitely
0: not. I didn't know what to make of it the first time I heard this album. Did it? Uh, did it? Uh, did it tickle your fancy right away? Or I was. I was like, I'm not sure what to say. Like everything is so different. Yes, but like I told you last week, by the second time, I was like,
1: oh, it's I, settling in. I get it. <laughs> I get it. Let's go to track two, New Romantics. That's N U Umlat, Romantics. Featuring Davey Havoc and Jay Puget of it AFI. It sounds so AFI. Yeah. <laughs> this is a, such an AFI song. That <laughs> it took like some new wave elements, man. That's pretty cool.
0: But it's like one of the best AFI songs I've heard in years. Oh.
1: <laughs> it's, it's like for 10 years. Oh, gosh. Oh, man. Yeah, this song is fucking Remember cool. Remember Mike's number eight <laughs> best album of 2013? <laughs> Like the the, the the vocal performances in this album really carry the rest oh of the yes. song. Like the rest of the song I felt like doesn't need to be as boisterous and as right. aggressive have, as he, the vocals do. He doesn't have to scream. Yeah. There's a <gasps> lot less screaming in this one. Yeah. But isn't it like
0: Michael Jackson covered an AFI song. It does sound it, like huh?
1: <laughs> In like the most perfect of ways. Yeah, I mean Jason Butler just has incredible range. He can wail. He can. He can. He can. He can spit mad fire. He can just. Yep. He can scream bloody murder. He's, yep. he's, he's one of the it best took, vocalists. It took
0: me a long time with this chorus because it it was such a drastic
1: uh, tempo drop. Yeah. Compared to the very fast. It does sound like something from verse. a different song.
0: So I kept on thinking like, oh, this is kind of a boring chorus. But then. The more I listened to it, I was like, "Oh no, this chorus works." Yeah, it takes <laughs> a couple of listens, really but
1: then, but then you'll, then it it really sticks with you right away. Did this song gets the pass from you. Oh yeah, cool. It won't be the last one. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers, <laughs> track three. This is a song that we first heard back in uh, April called "Good Morning America," yes. and uh, already you can just tell from the title it, it's going to be a political one.
0: Oh yes. Now what's interesting is that all of these people talking in the background are all talking about how much they hate police. Oh yeah! And then out of nowhere, the police show up. Bang! Bang! And bang! Gunshots ring out. April twenty ninth, nineteen ninety two. There was a riot on the streets. Tell me, where were you? Sublime is dead. Let it go. I tried. They just won't stop playing that song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh! I'm sick of these fucking police. Fucking
1: police. Police. Maybe, maybe we should all go home peacefully, and. It's no. kinda, oh, God! Damn Bernie Sanders rallies. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And then they break breaking the song after the show. Here's the Michael Jackson riffing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Immediately, what this uh, brought to mind was uh, that Michael Jackson song. Um, uh, All I really know is that they don't really care about us. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Oh, and then that bass hits right there. Fuck the bass,
0: man. Brum, brum. I... The instrumentation is so
1: I don't know it's so good on the Black is Beautiful but mm-hmm. you know they just picked up perfectly the Black is Beautiful's instrumentation I would probably describe as like ordered chaos ordered it, it's chaos it's so the instrumentation is so chaotic but it's composed like beautifully oh yes it's I think so I told weird. you this before but like I felt like the Black is Beautiful was like the future of punk Yes, and we
0: thought that pretty much every band would be taking on a soul element. Yeah, thanks to that, but not well, yet. I guess not.
1: <laughs> they haven't got there yet because I think even Let Live dropped it. <laughs> they dropped the punk part of soul punk. So
0: yeah, uh, the song definitely became really good.
1: Yeah, the more in the, it. It, uh, and that's what I was hoping for when I first heard it because when we when we first heard it, outside of the context of the record, it was like right. yeah, it's all right. But in the context of it, after hearing that fantastic intro. And new romantics like fits it oh, perfectly. And that dropout right there, yeah, dropout of course.
0: It's like you're ready for it because you know the rest of the course is coming. Mm-hmm. It's like no, no, you got, we got you got to earn it. You got to wait for it. <laughs> you got to wait patiently, <laughs> motherfucker. So you know this is very pro Trump. I think. Yeah, I'd say so. This, the, I know Jason Butler. I mean, he said at the show, Trump ain't winning nothing. But I think deep down, I think down, he was just saying that to
1: pander. To the very right. progressive liberal and crowd, his more white side is coming out in the yeah, song. Exactly. So <laughs> you, mean, you can hear right there in that line, like "I can't wait to deport all these Mexicans." Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's it's a very uh, like anti-conservative uh, song, and you know it's it's very anti-police. What is this covering? I know this is like
0: an yeah. old '60s song. I mean, he threw in that line there. I, yeah, I never looked it up, but I, that, I, I, I did recognize that, that. I don't get shot. <laughs> Mm -mm -mm. Mm -mm -mm. Mm -mm 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 -mm. Mm -mm
1: it's a great full Mm -mm 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 chorus i like it a lot so this is track four who you are not
0: so i'd like to thank let live for finally making a track four that's good (laughs) that's good (laughs) it's it's been a while hasn't it it's been a while
1: (laughs) <laughs> for
0: so many of these albums like the first three tracks have been good and then the fourth one kind of sucked <laughs> and I thought that way about this too because it starts off just so kind of like meh, yeah, it's, meh. That, it's it
1: starts off very familiar it's, it's something that we we've, we've all heard these chords before
0: <laughs> and then it's just like Jason doing himself
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> trying to figure out what the, the Kanye influence was I knew he had to throw in some.
1: Yeah, well, he does some vocalizing here and there, but I, you know, I'm not familiar enough with Kanye's music to really you know. know where the influences come from. Was it uh, Shane told that he told that the like when he would he'd be going to the vo- vocal booth for this album and he'd t- tell the producer to fuck off because he needed to get to that zone and he needed to like be himself. Pretty much. And he didn't like the idea that like, someone was watching him while he was doing these lyrics. Mm-hmm. Do you so remember what it's a song? Ballad-y. Do you remember what song it was that they sang at the self-help tour? It
0: had to have been "Good Morning America." I think you're right because it was like the first single, yeah. and it, I don't think it had been released yet. If we saw them in March, and I think yeah. it didn't get released till April. Yeah, you're right. But okay. I remember even Mike and I were just like we weren't really feeling <laughs> that then, "Let Live" yeah. the new song. <laughs>
1: I don't think anybody else was either. I thing. think they tried. Yeah. but we were just like, this
0: isn't what I was expecting. <laughs> but But thanks anyway for I sharing. Hope the album is good?
1: <laughs> yes, I like the song. I like the song. It's the song. Too. it's 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 still also, you know, step down energy-wise from That's the little precocious.
0: It's like a oh. little bit of a break in a good way.
1: Yeah, that that that's a good transition. So, have you done any lyrical research? Mm, not so much, because I feel like a lot of the lyrics were. I feel like a lot of the lyrics were pretty straightforward. Okay. Um, I will do a deeper dive and like more yes. of an analytical thing of this whole album. I wanted to, I did not get a chance when we're not as busy, but uh, we've been busy all month, pretty much busy with our childs Ugh, and music endeavors. Uh, this is track five a Week ago, W E A K.
0: I know. I'm trying to do a little color morale play (laughs) on words. (laughs) God, this song's fucking (laughs) tits. This song is pretty tits. I
1: love how I love how funky it is. Yes, this is so not let live, but it's but it but so
0: let live. I know. So I basically heard that amidst all of their fighting about their creative direction, yeah. they basically just said, let's finish the song, and then we'll figure out the track listing later. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm sure they had like 50 songs that they whittled down to 12
1: here. I would have I would have loved to know how many songs they had all together before they figured out the final yeah. track listing. Oh. That,
0: that guitar, man. Mm. That guitar, that bass.
1: Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> this this is like, this harkened back to a, another current band, but I can't figure it out what it is. Fall Out Boy. <laughs> yes, always Fall Out Boy. Everyone go back to Fall Out Boy. Yeah, I like that. Good chorus, good transitions, the guitar work mm. on the bow stage, very yeah. minimalistic, but it, it 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 the guitar was just enough us do track six foreign cab rides
0: Ooh, this is a very experimental song hmm it's long too right
1: four and a half minutes
0: Man. I mean they did throw in a couple of like three minute songs but mm-hmm. most of them are in the four range right yeah four four three four
1: four three four four two three five four we'll, we'll get to the five minute one in a minute <laughs> well, there are no seven and a half minute. The 20 se- uh, twenty-seven clubs. That's right. Which is or one like, of their best songs. Oh yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so going back to the ballady stuff again. I wonder. I'm
1: hoping that that doesn't alienate the fans. You know, you know, there's like, always going to be those fans that are like, "This is the band I like. This is the music they make." And if they stray away from what I like. They're not. They're no, They're no longer a band I like. I mean, you and I got
0: lost in the crowd at the at the self help show. Yes. Um, I didn't sense the crowd like hating anything when they would play their lesser aggressive songs. Yes, and, and it wasn't like they were demanding only the aggressive stuff.
1: I I feel like Jason Butler is such a cult of personality that the I, don't, I, I hate using this word, but like the true Let Live fans will just. Will accept whatever he makes, you know. But will they look at it critically? Ooh, or will they just be fanboys like us. <laughs> the fan, well, fanboys are going to be fanboys regardless, <laughs> you know. I mean, you can say that about any band, but uh, yeah, I, I feel like this is different, but just enough to where it won't alienate everybody. I Have to go back and see if they've ever done a three-four song. Mm-hmm. One, two, three. One, two, three. This isn't punk. <laughs> You don't. You can't waltz to punk. You can't music. waltz to punk. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, but this song like just kept on getting better and better.
1: Yeah, I like this song a lot.
0: But again, it's like so, I, I it's remember, so simple, but it's it, it, it it's it's written really well. I just remember that that first time I listened to it. Of course, I was sitting in traffic on the freeway. Mm-hmm. I was like, it seems to be dragging, <laughs> and For four and a half minutes. I was like, okay, doesn't I, I don't I never trust my first impressions of a song. Yeah, unless it's really good. But <laughs> at this point, I was like,
1: is this album over yet? <laughs> <laughs> this is the final track. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the rest of the song is uh, pretty much at the same tempo. So let's go ahead and go to track seven, Reluctantly Dead. Mm. This is single officially the two? officially the second single. And th- and I, I believe I did share this song with you, right? Did you listen to this song?
0: I think I did because I recognized it when I first yeah. heard it on the album, and it just got better and better as the weeks went by.
1: You you would not think, like, based on these song composers, that they were having trouble with a, a, agreeing on mm-hmm. a style. They, they seem so composed and in control. Well, there's some guys in the band that wanted to stick with pretty much only soul the punk. aggressive soul yeah. stuff,
0: which might have been why there's different members. See, these are very soul transitions, mm-hmm. you know? Maybe just because my wife listens to soul all the time. Oh. me, I came here to protect you.
1: Uh, let's vocalizing in the background. Oh,
0: oh, well, wrong one! <laughs> Again, we don't know the, the lyrics yet. Nope, <laughs> but it's all
1: good. I got this stuck in my head very early on. Yeah, the Temptations album. Yeah, like, that, what am I singing? <laughs> yeah, I was whistling that uh, I think on Wednesday, and I was like, <laughs> "Where did that come from?" <laughs> don't you hate when that happens? <laughs> Who, what song is
0: that? Which album is that off of? <laughs> is that a current one or not? Uh,
1: yeah, I like the song a lot. This song is this song is really good. It has it has a good uh, balance between the chorus and the verses. Oh, uh, yes. Let's do track eight, Elephant. Do, do, do. And this get is back into a little aggressive. Yeah, th- I'd say it's like the second most aggressive song on this. <laughs> it is the shortest song as well. Two minutes forty two seconds. But I think it's like
0: almost the hookiest. Yeah, I mean the whole album is pretty hooky, but this has got a really really hooky chorus so like i mentioned last week to you when i said i listened to this album twice the change there's definitely a change going on here
1: you mean from the first half of the album to where we are from
0: from previous albums oh yes
1: absolutely it's so apparent We're feeling it and that's what we were worried about too before we listened to it we were so worried that it was going to be off putting and alienating. Mm. Usually where I love that crooning.
0: Where, where, where the record sales start going down, but the core fans stick with the band. Yeah. So we'll see what happens with this
1: one. You know, it, it, I, I would love to just always say that a band should just write the music they want to write, but you know, unfortunately, if you're assigned to a label, you do have to think of the business aspect of it, and you do have to think about being profitable enough to where they'll fund your music true. But I think this one will chart very well, just because Black is Beautiful did so well. Yes.
0: But it's their album after this. Oh, yes. That'll be the real test. How many
1: fans will they lose with this album? Yeah, it's like I said, like, Jason Butler is a cult personality, and I think the fans will buy this record Uh, just just simply based on it. It's a Let Live record. This is a good song. Very good. Let's go to... You get lost in it. Oh, yeah. Let's go to track nine. Another offensive song. This is the uh, this is the heavy shit. Right. The most aggressive one you think? This is your daddy's let live. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. That sounds like that sounds so much like, uh, like a like John Mess. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Even old school AFI is too. A good AFI? Yeah. And there's a lot of good AFI. <laughs> <laughs> Never number eight best album for <laughs> Mike, twenty thirteen. Ah, the chorus.
0: This is just like a jam song. Yeah, <laughs> you can write this in a freaking afternoon.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean the 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 chord the the, the guitar chords are so dirty and messy mm-hmm. And here. You, this, this is something that they wrote like in in their practice space. I'll
0: mm-hmm. Play that one again. I have no idea what I'm saying, but I'm just gonna call it. No, no, it's no, just gonna be another no. offensive one. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I need to, I need to sit down and read the lyrics to offensive songs. See what's you know, going this, on with this. This it. band garnered much backlash from you
0: know. The establishment?
1: Uh, not so much. But I, mean, I they're you not know,
0: spoken and all. But I don't think anybody cares anymore. No, like I musicians mean, are gonna say their thing, and it's not like he's Kid Rock or Meatloaf or. Yeah, that's you know. not
1: a that's not really a thing anymore. it's yeah. How like like oh the politicians are right. so outraged that one Jason Butler would say something about cops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not a thing anymore. That, that was more if of Kanye of 80's. says it.
0: I guess it's one thing.
1: Yeah, well, he's a fucking douchebag, so yeah. everyone cares about what he says. He's a Kardashian now. He is a Kardashian? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a great chorus.
0: That was This was the only track that I was kind of worried about. I was like, oh, crap, I don't know if I like this one because it's so aggressive. within uh-huh. that chorus hit, it's like, oh, yes.
1: Oh, I love it. Let's go to uh, second to last song. We
0: might as well just shut up right now and let this song play. If I'm the devil. This is the title track. This is like,
1: this
0: is, I'll say it now. Huh? Dare I say Top five song Top two song Of the year Yes (laughs) (laughs) I agree with you It's gonna go up Against some Brian Fallon songs Oh god Man This song Fucking rules This is a fucking Fantastic song dude Man I can totally understand Why they named the album What they did Yeah And this was the One song The first time through That I was like Yes (laughs) This
1: will do (laughs) Also, I don't know if you caught this, but some of these lyrics harken back to Stained Glass Ceiling Ooh. by uh, uh, The Wonder, the Wonder years. years, where he talks about how he is the ghetto's bastard son, oh. how he is the privileged, oh, the privileged bastard son, the ghetto's chosen one. Ooh. Wow. God damn it. Deep cuts, oh. baby. I <laughs> love <laughs> every, every every? that in the background.
0: Uh, uh, uh,
1: uh, uh, uh. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. My only gripe with the song is I feel like I should have closed the record. D <sighs> do you, do, you, do you, are you okay with the placement of it? I think I am. Yeah. It's like almost too good to be a closer, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it is the longest track too, so right. I, mean, I mean that w- that would kind of uh, uh, kind of harken back to their last album, where the longest track was the was the closer. Twenty Seven Club mm-hmm. was such a great fucking closer, dude. That's true. It's just sometimes when a closer
0: is so good, you need like one little track to close it out. To kind of <laughs> yeah,
1: to kind of like relieve ugh. yourself of it, like oh. And the buildup of
0: this—it's like everything that I ever wanted to make a song be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Start off
1: soft, build up to a crescendo. Yeah, this is going to be like they I feel like this is going to be like the second to last song on a live set as well. Right. And they're going to close it on Twenty Seven Club or whatever. <laughs> they always close with
0: that track from Thick History. Mm-hmm. Six Six Six. Hmm. If I'm Oh, and wait wait until that bridge hits.
1: Yeah, the bridge is so <laughs> good. Oh, <God>. oh. <laughs> He's such a good songwriter, man. I know. I know. I mean he came from a musical background too and you know, and he's he's a very outspoken and Eloquent and you know well-informed young man, and you know that all like translates into his music.
0: Wow. Ugh, that's so good!
1: That bass and guitars dueling with one another. Ugh. Man, it's good shit, man. So simple, just simple, simple rising chords. Yeah, that's all it is. You know, I'm I'm okay with simplistic music as long as you do it well, and this is definitely a good example of that. Mm. So I feel like this
0: song has like solidified this band. This as is being one of the greats. Mm. Yeah, I, mean, I really hope
1: that they have a long career ahead of them, dude. Me too. Track:
0: Just Keep the cancer away. Yeah,
1: <laughs> poor guy. <laughs> Track eleven: Copper-colored, quiet.
0: I feel like this was a perfect transition from how great. Yeah, the it devil it was. Yeah, it's, it's so uh, soft.
1: It tributes to that... Uh, 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 mm-hmm. the, the bass kind of teasing that a little bit. It's almost like you could have just made both songs
0: one song in a way. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been great. <laughs> it's a seven minute whatever.
1: So, Adam, this well. begs the question. How did, what did you feel about If I'm the Devil by Let Live, period? I barely said anything negative about it. Is
0: this feel another... Like Perfect album, perfect album. I think so, dude. In as one much, week, as much wow. as I was worried about foreign cab rides, uh-huh. kind of being like the slow grinding part, like mm-hmm. I still really like that song a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and listening to it here on the podcast does not do it justice. Yeah,
1: you got to listen to it in full, all the way through, uninterrupted. Yeah, headphone on, car. you on your own, and just you know, no distractions. Got to listen to this album when I listened to it
0: on my drive to work yesterday morning you know it was like 6 o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. to, to 6.45 it was like yes the, everything about this album is like perfect
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like in, I was in a whole other world I really enjoyed this album as well however I feel like well there's two things actually um, this one's not so much a criticism but it's more like I w- something I would have liked um, Lionel Robinson wonderful drummer as he is, I feel like he didn't get to stretch his drumming muscles as much as mm. he could have in this album. I thought uh, he did great on this one, where he was doing the clicks. Yeah, the clicks are great and everything, but like I, I feel like he hasn't he didn't get to, he's finally getting recognition for how good of a drummer he is. But he doesn't. I feel like he didn't get to stretch his muscles as well, much as he could have in this album. I wish this band
0: would get more recognition from the APs mm-hmm. instead of like one little nomination for best drummer. Yeah, best drummer. There's, there's a lot more about this band <laughs> that's the best and better than oh, everybody Jesus. else. <laughs> Christ, yeah. Uh, and and then
1: another thing. Um, as good as this record is, and I, I'm already going to give it a best album ever. Um, as good as this record is, I feel like you get the most out of it by listening to the previous two records. Which like is in, not a really in a... Succession? In secession? Well, I mean, if you are familiar with Fake History and The Black is Beautiful, I feel like you'll get the most out of, if I'm the devil, by being familiarized, by familiarizing yourself with those two records. Which isn't necessarily a bad thing. I just feel like I, I hate giving people homework by recommending them an but album. No, they have to. Do you feel Those like first
0: two albums are very important.
1: Yes, they, <laughs> they are very important. That's what I'm trying to say, though. Do you feel like this, this is a good standalone album? Do you think you can just hand I, somebody...
0: I really think you could, and then if they
1: ended up saying like, "Yeah, it's pretty good,"
0: then they'd go back and listen to the other two, and then on the caveat, like,
1: be forewarned, the the previous two albums are very different,
0: right? And then listen to the first two, and then this one, and you'll be like, "Oh yeah, this is yeah." There's there's a
1: good there's a good through line musically when you listen to the last uh, the last two albums with this one as well. But uh, yeah, that's my only—that's my only uh, real little nitpicks I, with this.
0: I really hope that this is the band he's going to stick with. Yeah, because of the constant revolving door. I mean, this is like a completely different band than what was on Black Is Beautiful. Oh uh,
1: yeah, let me go check the because they over on Wikipedia. They have a uh, musician musician timeline. Yeah, we got n- we got news back in you know latter half of 2014 that the one of the guitarists left. Right. And uh, they didn't—they ended up not replacing him. But. Uh yeah, it's, it's, the same, it's been the same lineup. Uh, well, they got a new drummer in yeah. Black is Beautiful. Yes, yeah, but for the most part, it's been the same lineup for the last two albums. Okay,
0: so maybe I was wrong. Yeah. At least
1: from Fake History,
0: which is still a damn good album. Yes, absolutely. So, yeah, I would give this t- to somebody to listen to on their own, and I have no doubt that they would say, you know, it, it didn't blow my mind, but it's pretty good. And then go back, Fake History, Black is Beautiful, and then
1: if I'm the devil, and you will be like, oh shit. Yeah, but I feel like even doing that scenario, you'd, oh, I feel like you'd soil their opinion though of this album by doing that because they already have the expectation of, okay, I wasn't really feeling that but now let me check out those last two albums and let's do it again. Like, oh, okay, now I get it? I'm saying
0: they're going to listen to this one and say it's not Wonderful, but it's pretty good. Okay, they're not going to be like, eh, it's not my thing. This is going to be everybody's thing. It should be everybody's. (laughs) Everyone needs to listen (laughs)
1: to "Let Live," all of it, not the first album, but all of it.
0: (laughs) Like I said, they're like the only band that I would, I'm willing to go see live at this point. Even though I'm (laughs) going to go to a couple more shows this year. Yes, (laughs) senses fail. It's like "Let Live" and Brian Fallon, and that's about it. Yeah, (laughs) that was like I felt the most in my element in that let live crowd mm-hmm. i was like yes all these people get it mm-hmm. <laughs> you know and i had no idea there were so many fans yeah and
1: even though he band. is like very outspoken too, like he's 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 like even like politically and ideologically like yeah, i fit in with that crowd too you know it's yes. it something that we all share together when we're in that same room
0: best album ever
1: best album ever it's it, it's gonna be in my top five i have no now doubt you by have, the end of the year now you're gonna have a hard time fighting that the. Uh, that Beartooth, we got Beartooth, Brian Fallon, Let, Let live. live, all fighting for the number they're, one they're position. all in my top three right if now. This was the WWE. This would be like the triple threat match I of know. a lifetime. That the be belt is right really there. Tough. Who is gonna Who is <laughs> gonna get the belt, man? We'll find
0: out in seven months.
1: Okay. We've Still got half a year to go. We still got some forty-one. My My prediction is that Kane's music is gonna play all of a sudden, and then Kane's gonna like. Show up in a in a ball of fire and then choke slam all of them and then, and then he'll walk away with the title and they'd be like, why does Kane have the belt? Kane just walked away with the World Wrestling Federation title. Who's Kane? Deep Cuts man. <laughs> He's. You Do you know the Undertaker is? Yes. He's. Okay. <laughs> Damn it. Kane. Now we're on it. Kane difference. is the bastard son of Paul Bearer. Do you know who Paul Bearer is? He was the Undertaker's, like, manager or, like, Uh, hype man or whatever. I have a feeling you've told me the story before. (laughs) It's an amazing story. Okay, hold on. Say for a different podcast. (laughs) I can't. I'm sorry. Once you got me on Kane and the Undertaker, I have to continue. Okay, Okay, so Kane (laughs) is the brother, the half-brother of the Undertaker. Okay. And uh, (laughs) according to Paul Bearer, Kane died in a fire... That was caused. Co- that was un- accidentally caused by the Undertaker when they were kids. So the mm. Undertaker grew up not knowing that his brother was still alive. Oh God! <laughs> and at Russell being raised
0: mi- by rule wolves.
1: <laughs> actually, being raised in secret by Paul Bearer oh. to to one day uh, get back at the Undertaker should the Undertaker ever backstab. Paul Bear and at WrestleMania 1998 <laughs> when 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 the Undertaker was fighting Mankind no no he was I told fighting. You, that was a long time ago. I know. Children born that year have now graduated high school. I know that. <laughs> Bear with me. WrestleMania 1998. Okay. Hell in the Cell. The Undertaker is fighting Shawn Michaels. <laughs> He's about ready to fucking destroy him. Shawn Michaels is a bloody mess. He's about to pin him, get the title back, because Shawn Michaels beat him like a month later at the previous pay per view. But no, my Undertaker is <laughs> going to take that shit back. So right, so he, oh, so he, to, he does a Tombstone Piledriver on Shawn Michaels. And then he's about ready to pin him. And then what happens? The lights go dim in the stadium. Oh. Adam, it's freaking out. Everyone, the announcer's like, what's going on? And then, boom, right at the entrance, a ball of fire <laughs> comes out. And the lights go red. Seven people were di- were killed in the audience. And the Undertaker is freaking out like, what's going on? And he sees Paul Bear walking out. With this big monstrous dude in a red and black flame suit with a, with a scary mask on and long curly hair. It's Kane, damn it. It's Kane. He Kane walks in. Hold on. <laughs> this is the best part. Kane walks to the fucking cage. He rips the cage door <laughs> off of the cage. He walks up to the Undertaker, and the Undertaker's like, oh my god, Who are you? I have no idea. And, the under- and Kane takes his hand on The Undertaker, uses his own choke slam move on The Undertaker, and he puts Shawn Michaels on top of The Undertaker, and Shawn Michaels wins the match because of Kane <laughs> and the Paul.
0: <laughs>
1: See, ladies, mean?
0: Mike can tell a story. <laughs> Why aren't you uh, hooking up with him on OKCupid? 12-year-old me. That was the greatest you, moment like, of st- my life. Did you stand up and like run around the couch 15 times? Oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God.
1: To 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 understand that the Undertaker, one of your favorite wrestlers since you've been watching wrestling, has a long lost brother who thought he was dead. <laughs> this whole time, he was dead, Adam, <laughs> but he came back and choke the Undertaker. You have no idea what that did to me.
0: <laughs> I have. I'm sure. Like, you have some idea. The cubes were sprouting, right? That, we it was that, it, we, it was that circle. evening. That's how that <laughs> happened. Anyway, Mike you masturbated guys should, <laughs> for the
1: first time that night. <laughs> anyway, you guys should check out If I'm the Devil by Let Live. If you like that story of Cain and the Undertaker, that's how I felt listening to Let Live's music.
0: Yes, I agree with that. Okay. <laughs> All right, man. So that's I know,
1: we, I know, we, I know uh, on Monday's episode we shared with, the, with, with our listeners what we're going to be reviewing. But what are we going to be reviewing now next week's episode. Oh my
0: goodness, we got. Are we doing like we're not doing a double episode? We're going to be doing just two. Two EPs. on one. Ap- oh, two on one episode. Uh, two
1: on one. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna double team this shit. Yes. Outside Animals, self-titled EP mm-hmm. came out this past Friday. Same as Let Live. Oh yeah. Let Live, you got some competition. And then we'll be introducing you guys to a little band from L.A. called. Higuera. Yeah, it was a band that uh, we were introduced to Because uh, uh, I guess the manager or the band promoter yeah. uh, Got into contact with us And they asked us very politely to review the EP So know. we're going to be doing that for you guys And we may, uh, maybe in a week or so Or a couple weeks from now we're going, we, might, we may uh, talk to them on the show same way great. we talked to Colin uh, on last week's episode. That Speaking of which, great. go back and check out uh, the Colin Orthman episode, and go to uh, outsideanimals.bandcamp.com to pick up their self-titled EP. It is out it's as a, of last Friday. Name your own price, Nate. Uh, four dollars. Oh, 4 dollars. Uh, name your own price for the Black Room EP that came out in 2013. Okay. Which is
0: my number nine album of the year. Hey, it's probably cheaper than on iTunes, where it's one twenty-nine a song.
1: Oh God. God, iTunes is the worst. It's like,
0: have to pay like five thirty for that
1: garbage 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 music well i'm, I'm just kidding it's, <laughs> it's great music uh, but yeah but, uh, so let us know what you guys thought of let live if i'm the devil if you guys got a chance to listen to it it is streaming on youtube uh, all in its entirety on youtube and i'm sure you can find it on spotify as well or you can go to itunes and go check it out for yourself it's my the mind? fucking tits it's the tits and uh, i'm so glad we got to check out i'm so, I'm so, I'm so glad about, at least for the most part the records that we've been hyped for for the most part, I yeah. haven't let Issues down. was
0: kind of the only letdown yeah. so far, right? Issues
1: was the one where like I was, that was like an A plus hype for me, and I was like, oh. Yep. B. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Six out of twelve. For Six me. out of twelve for Adam. Yep, I listened yeah.
0: to it again this week. Six out of twelve. Oh, that's okay.
1: <laughs> it'll It'll be a tw- it'll be a perfect album right there with Brian Fallon and Let Live and Beartooth Tooth. By the end of it, the year. might it just might. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so uh, thank you guys for checking out our episode this week. Please join us again next week. We got a couple EPs for you guys. Going to introduce you guys to some great LA bands. For my co-host Adam, I'm my co-host Mike, and see you Monday morning because I'm not getting some. Oh, and go and if you can check out the clip of Kane in the undertaker wrestlemania 1998 go fucking see it it'll change your life did
0: they film you as well as you were i wasn't in the crowd no i'm
1: saying like did your parents film your reaction and then put it on youtube i should do that i should like dress up as a little boy watch it on youtube and like reenact oh God, oh how i felt <laughs> see you guys next week